Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ar ais is Misha Elmer Magus Tashavigeshtach Slishin Glardalina Er Nochashe Agus C Kaith is at three FM Kulan Shin O Chris Newman Agus Martin Chasig Countess Nabisi is Farlam actually Er Dawan She Biog She More. Aren't we so lucky in Cork City and County to be surrounded by the most amazing history? It's true we often don't know what's on our own doorsteps, and this year's Heritage Week will be an even more meaningful showcase of our own environments than ever before. 
Cork Heritage Open Day takes place next Saturday, and the enormous job of curating it for Cork City Council falls to Heritage Officer Neve Toomey. Anne Marie had a chat with her during the week. This year is a year like no other for all of us, for everything. And you've adapted like the best of them. We have indeed. I mean, I suppose this year, as everybody's aware with the COVID-19 and the lockdown, um, I think a lot of people, one of the positives that came out of it is a lot of people have engaged more with their local history and their local heritage because there was a time when they could only move for two kilometres. So they suddenly noticed their natural heritage, their biodiversity, and they were watching things growing in their gardens and birds. But also on their little walks around, they saw bridges, they saw churches, they saw graveyards, and they started to, you know, inquire a bit more about what is that? And they had a bit of time to take it in. So that kind of adds, I suppose, to the National Heritage Week theme, which is about education and how people can examine heritage on their doorstep. We in Cork City Council discussed what we would do in relation to Cork Heritage Open Day, and if it takes so long to organise it, we had to make a call quite early in the year. And I suppose for husband safety reasons, we decided this year that we would go virtual, which is a new adventure for us, um, and it's one that we're really excited about. Um, it's a lot of hard work. We're in unchartered territory, so in some in some cases we're not 100, we're making it up as we go along, but we're very, very excited about it. So what we're saying to people is to take an online adventure and explore many of the buildings that would have been open for Cork Heritage Open Day uh, using our website, corkheritageopenday.ie. And what we did was we commissioned some video footage. So nearly every building that would normally participate in open its doors have now sort of opened their hearts to a certain extent and created videos to show the the buildings and to interview the building owners themselves, which is lovely because a lot of people who go visit the buildings don't actually get to meet mm-hmm. the, the people behind the scenes. And in some cases, the buildings themselves took the time out to make their own videos. And some of them are absolutely beautiful and really personal, you know. Many of these uh, buildings, when we approached them, were cultural buildings. They didn't know whether they were going to be opened again. They were concerned about funding. And to take time out of their worries and their troubles like that uh, to create a little video to promote their building was absolutely fabulous. And it's a lovely feeling when you watch the videos, you can see how personal they are and how much people love their buildings. So I hope that the general public get an opportunity to log on to heritageopenday.ie and look at the buildings and interact with the stories that are being told. I know that, for example, Lorraine Murphy is taking people around Broadcasting House and I actually haven't been doing the arts show from Broadcasting House now since March. (laughs) I'm actually looking forward to watching Lorraine tripping up. That's actually one of the loveliest ones because the way it's filmed is is that she's opening the door and it's like as if she's welcoming you in. So it's a very welcoming video and it has a lovely mix of history and also what happens now. And I suppose it's really exciting for people do to have a sneak behind the scenes of where the broadcasters sit and all the buttons and all the things that they press to make it all work. It's a lovely, lovely video. And many more around the city have done the same. And I think this year as well, what adds to it as well, which makes it even more special, is that some of the buildings in our new areas of Cork have participated, which is which is really nice and very welcoming that they would join us in this. So we have a lovely uh, video about Ballon College Gunpowder Mills and Blarney Castle and Gardens have done a lovely video for us as well. So that's kind of interesting and a different perspective to the city one. I know that this year as well, people can not just visit buildings, but there's also sort of virtual walks and talks as well happening, isn't there? There is. There is lots of virtual walks and talks. And um, that's like really interesting as well, because 
the filming of it was something new that we weren't used to, but they worked out really, really well. So our local uh, local historians like uh, Liam O'Higgin and Gerald White have done kind of walking tours and Kieran McCarthy, obviously, Councillor Kieran McCarthy also has events running as well. So people have a sort of... Um, an option to kind of almost follow the historian around virtually uh, rather than walking with them. And I suppose it's lovely as well because they have the opportunities to talk about their own personal memories and their personal inputs in it. Liam O'Higgin, the local historian, has also done a lovely quiz for us. So he'll be putting it up to us all, including yourself, Elmery, with kind of tricky questions about and fun questions about Cork City things that maybe we um, would challenge us all, including myself, as to what we know about our city ourselves. He'll be running that quiz, which will be fun. There's so much more even about the medieval heart of the city that we could learn. And Liam is such an expert, particularly on on that section of Cork. It's fantastic. And I know that Eddie and Emma in Framework Films, over the years, they've been collating and curating and creating and putting together and researching. And I can't begin to imagine the thousands of hours of work that have gone into the various pieces they've done on community and local history recordings in Cork over the years. So they have a lot of archival footage, isn't it, that you're you're getting your hands on? They have. They have a lot of archival footage, um, which they're very generously sharing with us. And they have also recorded new content for us as well. And one of the things that Eddie has done for us as well, which is marvellous, is that he has subtitled all of the videos. So it makes it accessible to all, really. Um, and I suppose it's not just people with um, may, who may have hearing difficulties of some kind, but also people that maybe mightn't have English as their first language. Absolutely. Um, but he has an absolute wealth of footage and the footage is really beautiful and um, really interesting. The work they've done in terms of gathering uh, so much of Cork history and editing it into accessible films is, is tremendous over the years. I suppose really the whole point of this as well, though, Niamh, is it is all happening virtually this year. And if people log on to the website at the moment, there's just a lovely kind of teaser homepage because it's all going live on the 15th. It is. Please God. It'll all go live on the 15th. I suppose we want to keep the essence of Heritage Week. So by sticking to the dates of Heritage Week, we feel that it kind of generates a little bit of excitement around the week and maybe encourage people, you know, to take a little bit of time out of their day, out of their day during Heritage Week to explore heritage online and also maybe to go out and about and, and, and look at things themselves if they want to um, at a social distance, obviously, you know. But I suppose the idea is that we will keep to the dates of Heritage Week. And then, of course, after that, that information will be a very valuable archive for us anyway over the years because it's something that won't date or won't age. It's a kind of a record in time for us all. But it will be the 15th, so it'll all go live. In the past, my biggest concern for the Saturday of Heritage Week was always the weather. I was always saying, oh my goodness, I hope it doesn't rain, I hope it doesn't rain. And now my concern is, <laughs> I hope the technology works, but I hope nothing goes wrong. So, um, But we're very confident, so we're working very hard to get it all up and all and all in place and, and hopefully people will enjoy it. People can just experience the entire breadth of it online and virtually from home themselves, but people can also probably dip into it and then when they're out and about, go and discover as many of those places as are accessible as they can with that little bit of extra knowledge in your back pocket that makes you look at everything with fresh eyes. That's what I would hope. And I mean, we do have walks on the website and we'd encourage people before that they could take a particular route and see so many buildings themselves. So people can still do that. 
but they can kind of tap in then when we get to the video, if, the, if the, the building is closed, they can tap into the website and look at the virtual tour and then they can see the outside of the building if it's not open. So people can still do that if they wish. But um, I suppose the idea is that people can dip in and out because there's an awful lot of information on the, the website. There's 41 videos uploaded. So I'd say you'd want to be a really um, enthusiastic person to go through them all. But the idea is that people will dip in and out and there will be a resource for people in the future to learn more about their building. And I suppose because you're seeing a person in lots of cases, I think that really brings the whole thing alive where you see the, the people behind the scenes who love their building so much and work so hard to keep them in good condition. And you know, it's people like you as well, obviously, in the Heritage Office of Cork City Council who have that passion to support all of these buildings and their owners or their occupiers or their managers or curators year round and over time. It's kind of an ongoing maintenance. It's like, you know, the fourth bridge, once you get to the end of one bit of job, there's another job lined up behind it. So it's a it's that's, a busy time and it's yeah. great that Heritage Day like this, whether it's virtually or in person, the people People get a chance to to see the fruits of all of that love that people put and pour into these Absolutely, old buildings. Yeah. So Neve Toomey, Heritage Officer with Cork City Council, the best of luck next Saturday, August the Thank 15th. Thank you very much. Cork Heritage Open Day. Thanks a million. Thanks very much for having me, Elmi. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.